Blog Talk Radio.
am so glad you are here with me today. If you don't know who you're listening to or where you are, which most of the time I don't, let me tell you, you are listening to the best, the top, and the fabulous, most wonderful metaphysical radio show in the universe. You are listening to Bonnie Albers on air, and I am your hostess with the mostest. I'm Bonnie Albers. I'm so excited. I see all of you here today, and I am just astounded at everyone that actually is here with all that is happening in the world, everything in all the countries that I know I see you from. It is amazing that you are spending your time here with me, and I want to thank you. You know who's here with me today? He is from the other side of the pond. He's fabulous and awesome. He is a psychic medium. He is a healer, a metaphysical teacher, and the CEO of the magazine that just came out today. I don't know how many editions it is, so we'll have to ask him, but it is the best metaphysical magazine around. So please help me welcome Jerry Humphreys to the house. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. I am so excited you're here. I cannot believe that we are actually doing a show after, I think, two weeks or whatever that I couldn't actually get on. So I want to uh, say hello, and let's start with Jerry. You got the magazine uploaded. Um, Apologies. I don't know if you're hearing me clearly, but unfortunately I have slight issue with Skype that I'm about to rearrange with a hammer. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so Not now, the please. answer is yes. The after a break, um, uh, Jason yeah. is now yeah, off uh, and running. Yeah, you see, it sounds. Let me. I'll re. I'm going to call in. Bon, I'm going to recall in, Bonnie. Okay. Well, while you do that, I've got to introduce everybody. In fact, I don't see him on the board anymore. Oh well. Where is my friend? I am looking for my dear friend. He's a fabulous uh, radio host himself. He has hosted some really cool radio shows here in Florida, and I love him. He's a very close friend of mine. I know him and his wife for a lot of years. He is a fabulous guy. He is my dentist. I don't even like Dennis, but I love him. Actually, I I like everybody. And he is a famous photographer. Right now, he is doing owls. And I've never seen owls like he has captured them. You can see the expression in their eyes, their feathers. You can see, oh, my God, it just is amazing to me. And I'm going to put one up in my home. So I can't wait to do that. And I am looking so forward to introducing you to him. I'm going to introduce Carl in right now. Hey, Carl. Hey, Bonnie, can you hear me? And I'm going to put one. I can hear you, Bonnie? baby, very loud and clear. I can hear you. Okay, you just have to turn down your speakers. Totally... No, you know what I need yeah, to do? Yeah, you're going to have to turn down your speakers. Yeah, you're going to have to turn off your computer. I just turned off my I, computer. Okay. All right. Carl, I'm so happy to have you on. You're on with Jerry. I just picked Jerry back up. Um, so Jerry, I'm like, Jerry, I want to shoot my computer with the Skype. It's a pain in the you-know-what. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about about this show, Carl, because if you do, then I'm stuck. 
So I, I have to tell you, you are amazing, and you're amazing in everything you ever do, and which amazes me, and that you stayed friends with me all these years is amazing. Well, where do you want me to mail the check? Oh, you can mail it to me, and you know it. I'll come see you after all this. First of all, let me see uh, I if know. I have Jerry on. Cause he... Let me see if I have Jerry on. Jerry, are you there? Yes. Yeah. And only just, Are I'm you, still unfortunately hearing only about 40% of what's happening. Okay, well, with Carl, you don't have to hear more percentage. He can handle this show and six other shows all on his own. Carl, I want you to tell yeah. everybody before I, introduce, before I introduce you to Jerry, tell everybody where you're from and what's going on in your neck of the woods with this. What's your, what, what do you feel is happening out there, my friend? Well, I feel what's happening out there, this was a biological chemical warfare. I'm not going to get into the politics. I don't think this was an accident. And I think we have, oh, a, no, major, uh, we have a major problem in our hands. And uh, people are really going to have to take this serious. Uh, and that means exactly what the president has stated, you know, social distancing, being quarantined. I'm quarantined in my house with my wife who just is going through chemo. So we're not allowing anybody in the house, as you already know, Bonnie. So I go out in the back of the woods and uh, hang out with the wildlife. Now, about me, I'm originally from Brooklyn. I grew up in New York and Long Island, went to school in New Jersey, wanted to be a dentist since I was 14, came to Florida because I wanted to be in Fantasyland with Disney, and uh, opened up a practice here. I was in the military for three years, and I've lived here ever since. been here since 81. Uh, I have a passion with life, as you know, Bonnie. Uh, I do yes. a lot of stuff, not to impress anybody. It's what it's how I'm wired. I go 100 miles an hour in a 20 mile hour zone, and now I've been calling the hours into you, my woods. But well, gotta tell, well, I gotta tell you, Carl, and it's amazing how you never got a ticket. I mean, if you're going 100 miles an hour in that 20 mile hour zone, it's amazing that you haven't been caught yet. So I'm impressed. My last name ends in a vowel. I know people. Nobody bothers me. <laughs> Only the Northerners would know that, Carl. So I, oh, okay. I, you know, you have to. I have to tell you that, and then I want to get Jerry involved here because poor Jerry, you're going to be speaking to Jerry. And the reason I wanted you to be the first on the line is, I sent Jerry a picture of your owl. It is just you, 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 you amaze me in every turn because I've got to tell you, whatever you throw yourself into, it's. It, it, it's done perfect and fun and amazing. And now you could, I actually want to sponsor an art show when Debbie gets better or she's better, but Debbie, you know, gets, gets all, we get out through all this and we can sponsor an art gallery show for you. But I want you to know Let's something and I'm, I'm pulling, I'm pulling Jerry in Jerry. I want, okay. I sent you the picture of the owls. That, that Carl took the picture, but you didn't see the hundreds of more that he did. But I want, why is he so enamored with these owls? And I want you to tell Carl what you feel about owls. Um, they have a very uh, deep history steeped in the Native American culture. Um, the, the Native Americans used to call them the deceivers. Uh, mainly because owls predominantly uh, are nocturnal, so they fly at night, can't be seen. 
their feathers are such that they can't be heard when they're flying either. The only time you would hear an owl is when it calls, and that's only to either mark its territory or attract another owl. So the Native Americans used to say these birds are deceptive because we cannot see or hear them. But in fact, they're obviously very symbolic of wisdom, but they also symbolize that when you need to attack something quickly, because an owl has very strong weapons, as in its, uh, its talons and its beak, you should be very quick, very decisive, but also very silent. So the owl has many facets to it, but we know it obviously more for it being a bird of wisdom. Well, it's interesting because I'm I'm a a Gemini, and I've told people my whole life I make decisions rapidly and fast, and as long as I have a 96% success rate, I continue to do that. And, Bonnie, you asked me how come I do everything so good. I have a passion. When I do something, I want to be better than anybody else. I compete with myself. So I don't do anything that, that I'm not going to give 150% at. And the owls intrigue me just like, is it Jerry? Is that his name? Because my phone's in yeah. the bed. Yeah, the owls intrigue me because they, every time I walk in my backyard now, they see me and they're coming out even in the daytime, which is very interesting because I'm not calling them. I went out this morning to check on the dock and I heard the owl hoot. Next thing I know, both owls are sitting on the tree looking at me. Maybe they think I'm going to feed them. I don't know. It's amazing, Carl. I've never seen anything like it. I know also I want you to ask Jerry. You have some questions for him. Before we start rolling with the show, I want you to have some answers. So go ahead and ask Jerry what you need to ask him. Are you ready, Jerry? Yeah, I'm still here. Just, just, just. (laughs) Well, here's my Uh, question, Jerry. I've lived a very colorful life so far. I've done more stuff in my life than most people do in three or four lives. Bonnie will attest to that. My friends have been asking me for 20 years to write a book. I don't type. I'm a poker. And I've had patients who want to be my ghost writer, but they want me to dictate into a computer. Uh Uh-uh, that's not me. I'd rather talk like this. So I just recently met with a guy that said he'd be my writer, but what he was going to charge me was insane. So my question is, because my friends keep asking, Am I ever really going to write this book, or is this just a dream that's not going to happen because I'm not pushing fast enough? What do you see, Jerry? It's not a dream, um, but uh, what you need is a little bit more time because the right person is not due to step in until around either July or August with you. I mean, there are many different ways. There are um, electronic recording devices, devices um, that can be used that you can just you can just talk into it dictate your book and they can take it away and type it you know however they want to do it it didn't work out I I tried it with dragonfly it didn't work no I think that's because that's a a piece of software that you dictate into a computer right so, no, no, no. These are little MP3 recorders. They're about the, oh, okay. the, si- about the size of a, a memory stick. Um, and they can uh, hold massive amount of audio uh, input. And then 
whoever is going to type it just takes it away, sticks a an earpiece in, and then just types out what you're saying. It's 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 that simple. Um, so an MP3 recorder, easy. Don't need to sit in front of a computer. No. Um, do, are you meant to write the book? Yes. Um, and is it going to be done? This is it going to start this year? Uh, yes. But the thing is, with your Gemini nature, and as you said, you like to compete with yourself. Well, hey, I know that one because I'm also a Gemini. The problem oh, really? is, <laughs> yeah, you're going to fight. Yes. To, you're going to you're going to fight for perfection, and you're going to want to make sure that every uh, every word is absolutely spot on. But this is where, because you're Gemini, you've also got to work intuitively. So if it feels right, it is right. Go with it. If it doesn't, then fine, um, change it. But the book, the book will come because it's an intuitive channel of energy coming from within you, and I can see it being uh, very well received. Now I was born on June twentieth on a Monday morning at six eighteen. Now why do I know this? My father was in the military. And military birth certificates had all that information, and I have almost a photographic memory. And I was uh, interviewed to be this guy's dentist who was, uh, can I mention his name, Bonnie? Yeah, absolutely. William Lamb, the horoscope man. And he came to my office many years ago, and he asked me all this information about my wife. And I told him, and uh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, Jerry, because I was born on Monday, June 18th. Uh, 1955 on June 20th. What year I, well, were you born? 1955. <laughs> Snap. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, what do you mean, Max? You sound like my friends from England and Scotland, Max. <laughs> right. Okay. The, 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 your your energy is very much about creativity. One of your medicine animals is the butterfly, which is very much about mental clarity, transformations, completions of ideas. You're always wanting to have something new, something fresh to tap into. So you're predominantly a butterfly energy. But you also have a lot of the snake with you, which is about uh, transmuting. Uh, You're very nurturing. You know what it's like to suffer the poison in life. You've been you've been there and been bitten so many times in quotes that you can now literally transmute the poison and turn it to an advantage. But you're also very much the healer, whether it's healing through words, through actions. Uh, there's a lot of healing energy with you as well, and you're very insightful. You don't always like possibly like people to know, but you are very insightful. Um, You can be very emotional and passionate about things, but I also feel when it gets a little bit too much, you tend to switch your emotions off or you bottle them up and say, no, I'll put those away for for another day. Um, So there's a lot of very strong, potent medicine animals in your totem, um, but they're very, very, very creative and somebody who... um, I wouldn't say needs to have the voice heard, but you should have your voice heard because you have so much to offer. And, and that's well, tell them what you do. Well, I was tell on the show. Did, Carl. All right. I was on the show Survivor, Survivor Africa. 
third season. Uh, it was the fluke I was on. I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but I got on, and Mark Burnett basically said, you could win this thing. You just need to just lie and not be truthful. I said, I'm not doing that. I said, I'm not lying at all. I said, I don't want my patients to see me lying on television for a million dollars. He goes, well, why did you go on the show? I says, I talk too much and I eat too much. I want to lose weight, photograph Africa, and if I win a million bucks, it's not going to really change my life. He looked at me, he goes, are you for real? I go, I hate liars. Of course I'm for real. So after I got off Survivor Africa, uh, doors opened where people wanted me to come and speak at schools and stuff, and I started doing some motivational talking, but I never wrote anything. I speak from the cuff. And then the next thing I know, I've got my own TV show for a year. Then I had three radio shows. So as you said, Jerry, I look for a new adventure, and I attack it 150% and just go with it. Right now I'm bored out of my gourd because I gotta, I'm taking care of my wife, which is not a problem. Uh, so I'm running around my backyard, getting the owls, taking pictures, and it's like I'm a, a caged lion ready to go. But it's interesting you said I have the snake spirit because, Bonnie, did you tell him I have four ball pythons? <laughs> I haven't said one word about you, Carl, because he oh. wouldn't know who you are. You only oh. saw the owl picture that I sent him. Uh, the owls are not just the pictures. I take a lot. I love hummingbirds. I've got a vast uh, collection of photographs I've taken of hummingbirds. I actually won a photo contest with one of my barn owls. I sent that picture to Bonnie. I don't think you sent that one to Jerry. So I love photography because it freezes a moment in time you cannot replicate. And that memory then is frozen, and you have it forever. I can recall every place they took every photograph by just looking at it. So, and he has snakes, that's Jerry. That's what, he wa- is, that's what he wants me to tell it, you, that he has snakes. But I have been bitten, not by my snakes, by family members who have really totally disillusioned me, and I was, like, shocked. And it turns out it was all about jealousy, and I'm not a jealous person. So, uh, yeah, it's just made me stronger and made me a little bit more uh, careful who I uh, get so close to. I suppose that um, the one good thing out of all this is that you're not in lockdown with Bonnie. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that. Sorry, Bonnie. Uh, (laughs) No, no. Um, If I was locked down with Bonnie, I'd be up in the trees with the owls. (laughs) And I wouldn't come down. I mean, me and Debbie would be making cookies and laughing at you, okay? They would make cookies and laugh at me, and I'd be flying away with the owls because they'd be driving me crazy. Have yeah, you also just absolutely. noticed, though, that um, the two major groups of uh, animals that you've taken a lot of pleasure from photographing are owls and hummingbird. Um, they're both air, air energy. You're an air sign, so that says a lot as well. Oh, um, you know what? I didn't realize that. Ah, um, and air hummingbird, sign, I didn't realize it. Yeah. Hummingbird's interesting because it's about flexibility. As you know, the hummingbird is the only bird in the world that can fly backwards because it has hinged wings. So it means that you are very flexible. You will go in any direction at any one given moment because you are able to be spontaneous. Well, what's amazing about that, Jerry, is I watched the, the, the big year was about birding, and the bird they were trying to get was a snowy owl. So I called up my buddy, and I says, all right, we're going to Canada. We're going to go photograph a snowy owl. He goes, what are you, nuts? I go, no. I want to get a picture of a snowy owl. This guy is the best photographer in North America. I'm signing us up, and we're going. And we did, and I got one of the best pictures ever of a snowy owl. And in the last two years, I've gone to Costa Rica to photograph hummingbirds. <laughs> so, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, hey, Bonnie doesn't even know it. Please. Bonnie and I have been out of touch for about 
several years. Bonnie has no idea what I've done the last 14 years. It's been, uh, as my wife says, it's no, like wait, a time Carl, episode. It's not that long. It's not that long. And, and, you know, Jerry knows the people that I tend not to, wait, um, that I tend not to, um, just let me let my builder in. Hello? Can I just ask, uh, Carl, uh, um, yes. what's, the, what's the connection with Eagles? Oh, I lo- that was one of my first bird flights that I got was an eagle. And somebody told me, you can't get an eagle in flight. Don't tell me I can't do something. So we were driving at the Merritt Island National Preserve, and sure enough, there was an eagle. I jumped out of the car. I got the shot. It was excellent. So I love photographing bald eagles, uh, hummingbirds, and owls. Those are probably my three favorite birds that I photograph. And I, I met a person on my Costa Rican photo shoot who uh, saved the bald eagle and has basically become like her pet. Not really, but anytime the bald eagle sees her, she flies to her. And she's invited me to come to Canada to witness this bald eagle because it allows her to get close to the nest. So that's, wow. that's wow. my connection with bald eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's a neurosurgeon Do you have more? Who, reti- who retired, and she was very insecure about her photography, and she was showing it to me, and I'm not a – a pro that goes out and, you know, does all the stuff that these people do. I'm a pro in a different way. And it says, your photography is excellent. Why are you doubting yourself? She goes, well, our, uh, our announce, you know, the guy at our workshop telling me that I'm terrible. I go, don't listen to him. He's jealous. She goes, why? I go, don't listen to him. He says, your, your, your photography is excellent. We became friends. And that's when she told me about this eagle up in uh, Ontario, Canada. And she wants me to come up there to her camp with my wife. She goes, Carl, this eagle lets me get close and personal, which is unheard of. She showed me pictures. It blew me out of the water. So maybe that's what you're feeling. Is Jerry. he going to go? Is he well, gonna I gotta go? wait. Everything's on hold right now because of Debbie. I'm not going. I'm not leaving my wife. Oh, you know, I do have to tell everybody because because Carl's on for a while. I've got to tell you, Jerry, and you're going to love this. When he was in, and, and he probably doesn't know I remember, and I hope I don't embarrass you, Carl. But when you were in uh, Survivor Africa, you wrote Debbie a love note every day. And she got, and, and let me tell you, Carlin and I have the same age, okay? And, well, I'm actually younger than him, but not much. And he uh, wrote his wife, and we're married 40 years. So we, he wrote his wife love letters every day. I don't get one love letter for my husband, but Debbie. Hey, I'm Italian. What do you want letters. from me? I'm Italian. <laughs> Italians are the best lovers. That's who we are. You're killing me here. You're killing me. Plus, I'm a Gemini. Put that combination together. Forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, but you do know, Carl, that you are. I've never. You know what? I look at you, and and Jerry will see this. You and Debbie, from the minute you met your wife, and from the minute you laid eyes on her, she was yours. And I love that about you. So. I'm going to ask. Of course, you wouldn't leave to do anything without Debbie. But Carl, do you see him going to photograph the bald eagle, or is that something you just picked up? Uh, no, it's, I've got there's there's two projects which I feel are, are, are coming up. One of which may well be the trip to Canada to photograph the bald eagle. But I keep hearing, my, my guide keeps saying to me, the Andes, the Andes. Well, I know where that mountain range is, um, so I, I just need to give or ask Carl, what, have you ever had a connection with the Andes? And if so, when or what's, what's this link with the Andes? 
Very interesting, Jerry. You're very perceptive. I was scheduled to leave on January 4th to go to Ecuador and photograph a species of hummingbirds and toucans in the Amazon and in Ecuador, which I know is not the Andes, but basically not that far away. And that's when my wife got the diagnosis of breast cancer. So she still wanted me to go, and I said, it's not going to happen. So that trip was canceled by me because I couldn't go to that trip. So that's still on the plate to go to either Ecuador or Peru to photograph uh, birds. Okay. Well, where's the Andes? Where's the Andes? I don't understand. Where's the Andes? Don't ask me. I don't. I've I've failed geography. South America. South America. South America. South America. Okay. So, so, so is that close enough for you, Jerry? Do you think that's the message, or is there more to, that you want to uh, look at at the uh, Andes? I'm, if I'm if I'm correct, and I, I have to go with what I'm being given, I, uh, there's a, a, a big species of bird that I believe that is native mostly to the Andes, which is the condor. Yes. Um, now I'm also seeing you linked with photographing birds like condor. Yes, in the Andes, the two big birds, again, you're right, Jerry, is chinchillas and condors. I really wasn't looking for the condor. It was more for hummingbirds. But the Andes is, you know, I think it's along South America's western side. So it's the largest mountain range. And we were supposed to go there, too, but obviously I didn't make it. And it's close to, you know, Ecuador. Well, the countries in the Andes is Ecuador. So there was a connection. The Andes is in Ecuador, too. What am I thinking? I'm an idiot. Yep. So he got the connection yeah, right. Yeah, uh, Jerry's really good. Yeah, that connection was Jerry's spot on. Jerry's really because... good. Yeah. Go ahead, Carl. He's really good. He's no, on I'm my saying... show, and I wouldn't give you anybody that wasn't, would I? I don't know. It depends how much they pay you, Donnie. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing okay, you, Donnie. You know that. I always joke. I know. You know me. I love you, Carl. Carl, well, I love, we love you. you too. You're me. I... I love that. So... <laughs> So you do know that joking, I, you know, I adore you. I adore your wife. And if we have the same personality, and my husband adores you too. So you don't get away from us, Carl, and don't think you're going anywhere without us. But if you're going to go to the condor to do the condor, Debbie and I are going to find something to do. But Yeah, you uh, and Debbie go to Manhattan, and then Art and I go in the Andes. It's fine. I don't care. If, if Manhattan is left. so you know, See, here's what you need to do, it. Bonnie. You want a love letter from your husband, you got to buy a Chanel bag. Do you know the history with Chanel bags? Coco Chanel had your a little secret compartment. Me. Oh, she told so, you. But go so ahead, you know. tell us. No, well, I you want buy you to Chanel tell bag, the audience. And then Art needs, she had a little secret compartment for her boyfriend, and they would write her a love letter, and she would keep that love letter in that pocket. In the, it's like a little zippered pocket. So when I bought Debbie her first Chanel bag, she goes, are you going to write me a love letter? I always write a love letter, you know, on holidays. She goes, no, I need one for my bag. So she's got one now in her bag. Oh. Each bag. She I don't know how many bags seven, she has. So you... <laughs> yeah, she's so got she seven? She's bought seven. And oh, no, and I didn't even know well, that. Oh, geez. I better write that well, book and make some money. You're seven. killing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carl, I'm going to let you say one other thing to Jerry, and then we're going to move on. But is there anything else that you would like to say to Jerry or ask him while you're on here? Because he's very well, famous, Jerry. You're, so you, you, you're you're across the pond. Are you where? Are you in England, Scotland? Where are you? Yes, I'm in England. Yes, almost. Yeah, almost well, in the, not quite in the middle of, but nearly. 
we have good friends, very close friends. I'm the godfather to one of their kids in Harrogate, England. And then our other friend is in Edinburgh, Scotland. So I, I'm a little bit familiar with, you know where Harrogate is? Yes, it's in uh, Yorkshire, near Leeds. Okay, yeah. So my last question, Jerry, do you think I'm going to get this book written this year? I don't see any reason why you shouldn't get it written this year. The problem is with you, you get so distracted so quickly with so much that's going on around you. It's got to be when the moment hits you and you just suddenly feel, yeah, I've got to concentrate on the book. You'll concentrate on the book. I still feel it'll be this year. Um, but when, unfortunately, it's locked away within you, as soon as that moment comes up to the surface, you'll be off and that'll be it book will be written and it's interesting i do have an mp uh, recorder that my son gave me he says dad while you're in a car driving all the time why don't you just dictate into your car into this little recorder for your book and again i was lazy i was lazy you're right jerry i need when the moment hits me i I don't stop i'll go nonstop for hours and i Uh feel like it's starting to bubble to the surface because i'm getting more and more anxious about getting this book going then get it going Thank you, Jerry. It was a pleasure talking to you. And to you. Thank you. And, Carl, I have to say it's an honor and a pleasure always to have you on. I hope that you join my show more often. You are, in your own right, a famous radio host and TV personality. So I want to thank you for coming. You're welcome. I'm going to end it with this one quote. To the world, you may be one person. But for one person, you may be the world. Remember that. Oh, I love that. You're so romantic. What an Italian romantic you are. I love it, Carl. And I'll talk to you right after the show. All right. So thank you. We'll and you. I, ho- I hope you're a believer. I'm a believer and tell Jerry he kind of won me over. Pretty good. Because I'm a little skeptical. That was good. Right. He nailed the Andes. Like, yep. Very good. Talk to you later. Uh, all right. Bye, Carl. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Thank you, Jerry. Carl and Debbie are very close friends of mine. And I don't feel, I know they're both intuitive. Debbie's a Scorpio and he's a Gemini. So I've got to tell you, I know they have intuition. I knew they have this in them, but it's pulling it out that we've got to, you know, do. And I knew you'd be the perfect one to do that. And thank you. He, he, I appreciate that you took him. Oh, you're most welcome. A lovely lovely person to talk to. I could listen to him for ages. I know. And you know what? He is so fun, and he's such a good guy, and he's so knowledgeable. He throws himself into everything, and he's passionate about life. And that's what I love about Carl. He's passionate, and we all have to be passionate about something. We need to be passionate when we take what we do in life. We don't know when that's going to end. We don't know how long we're going to have But what we can control is what we do with the time when we're here, whether it's a day, a minute, a year, a million years, a hundred years. Be passionate, everyone, for what you do, how you are, and about yourself. Be passionate. That's the key to life. And I love that his last quote. So, Jerry, we didn't even get to talk, and we've got a lot of people on. But let me ask you a question. What's going on over there? <laughs> you, what's going on over there with the COVID virus? And are you okay? 
Uh, firstly, thank you. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm absolutely fine. We've been in lockdown now for um, officially lockdown for two weeks. Um, the unfortunately, the virus over here is starting to gather momentum. Um, it's such a shame that uh, I feel that people just aren't adhering to the advice that's not just in this country; it's global, social distancing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it is said that uh, it would take at least 80% of the British population to um, go into lockdown or self-isolate in order for uh, our part of the world to get through the peak of the virus. At the moment, it's not anywhere near 80%. So it's unfortunate, but I have to agree with something that Carl said at the beginning. Uh, about um, the, if you like, the whys and wherefores of this COVID-19. Um, but hey, we have to work through it. And there's nothing we can do but work through it. But if people are that are that fearful of it, then they should jolly well be listening and doing what they're being asked to do. Um, and if not, then sorry, but consequences can be dire. You know, and it's now hitting everybody over here not just those in vulnerable groups, but also to uh, young people sadly passed away with it in the last 24 hours or so. It's hitting everybody. Um, however, this is just, as I said, it is one of those things that we have to work through. Um, please, people, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, listen to the advice that's being given, and then we can get through this. But at the moment, lovely, it's... Um, it can be a bit scary. There are brief moments of sort of tranquility or where you don't actually sort of think about it too much. Um, obviously, that's mostly when we're asleep. But then the reality hits home as soon as you're awake. And it's very difficult then to sort of distance yourself from it because we're all caught up in this, every single person, you know, and yeah. globally. Globally, my heart goes out to people in the US. Um, I was listening to a conference given by the governor of New York yesterday uh, and what's Obama. needed in particular in New, in New York. Yep. Um, but everywhere in the world, people, you know, countries are being just absolutely decimated by this, um, what I believe to be a, is a man-made virus. Um, but we won't go yeah. there. I won't go into any more than that. But um, you know, it's, crazy it's one of those there. things. Go. Yeah, go, go on. No, it's going to say it's just, crazy. No, just, we all think the same. We all think the same thing, but we're not going to talk about it. I think I feel it's man-made. I know it's man-made. I have my own theory, and even my husband has a theory. So it's really interesting. Yet we don't talk about it. What bothers me is if we don't talk about it. I guess it would be afterwards. Uh, just because I really believe, um, I said this five years ago that the next war was going to be biochemical. Now, people don't think of that this is a war, but you hear them using the war name. So, you know what? This is the tip of the iceberg. We need to put, and I'm not going to go onto my soapbox, So, but I hope afterwards we can all go on our soapboxes. But yeah, I think it's man made. And I feel it started with the pets about three years ago. And then, then that, that virus jumped. 
but they knew what they were doing. So it's really, I feel so bad for the world. I really do. I feel bad for your country. I've got a lot of friends there. As you heard, Carl, he does too. And for, you know, my husband, the guy in, in, in his, you know, that works with him that, oh my gosh, he was a doctor over in one of the countries and he came here. He's fleeing the Contras or fleeing somebody because they were, they were stealing him to be a doctor for the other side years, years and years ago. And he came here, but he couldn't be a doctor, so he went to nursing school. He's contracted it, and now he's in the hospital, and he's in his 60s. So, you know, uh, Carl has a friend he just heard about um, that's a dermatologist that just went into the hospital with it. It, it. It's hitting everybody. So, you know, it's just a shame. But then yeah. again, I suppose we, we need to ask ourselves, you know, if if we are of the mindset that everything happens for a reason, even though this is such a tragic event globally, is there an actual reason behind it? Is there something that we should actually see that we can take as a positive from it? And at the moment, that's so difficult because everybody's in such a state of panic and worry that you know, if they're going to, you know, um, contract the virus, how difficult it's going to be, how intense it's going to be. And with the number of people passing away with it going up and up and up every day, you know, this is, I, like you, I don't want to get on my soapbox. To me, this was an experiment that's gone badly wrong. uh, And now we're, and now the population of Mother Earth is having to pick up the pieces. Well, um, I can t- my own feeling is that the population of Mother Earth is going to come back fighting, um, and this actually will have, at some point, a positive outcome. I agree. I can already see the positivity. I don't. I see the absolute tragedy happening, but I can see the positive things coming out the other end. Just going to take time, and that's about the different things I see that's actually happening. And when it does, we'll talk about it. But right now, there's too many people dying, and too many people we're worried about. But there is some that the world, Jerry, for me, and my husband has a theory. He's a muggle, so you know he doesn't believe in this, but. I kind of believe that if he's married to me, you have to, um, feels uh, that Mother Earth, and I'll give you it real quick because I said it yesterday, but he think, you know, he feels that Mother Earth is an organism like a virus. And what happens, it's a living, breathing organism, which it is. Earth is an organism. And he said <clears throat> that what do organisms do when they feel threatened? That we've depleted Earth of a lot of things. We've killed off the animals. We've species are gone, you know, extinct. We've hurt the ozone. The rivers are all, all polluted. We've fished out the fish. We've got sharks eating people. He said that mother earth keeps, or earth, he doesn't call it mother earth, but earth keeps trying to right itself. Cause that's what an organism does. It fights. It, it'll, it tries to stay alive at any cost, which would be a virus. And he said, we've, really depleted mother earth she's tried to tell us by tornadoes by by climate change by tsunamis and we're not listening so now uh she has allowed this you know tragedy to take place because she's trying or mother earth or the organism is trying to save itself do i subscribe to that a uh, part part way i see this is a scientific way 
but I believe this is man-made. I feel like it is an experiment gone wrong, but we need to be able to correct that for the next time. So that's what I, (laughs) there's my soapbox. But I do see some positivity, but I I feel the world is going to be changed. Uh, You won't see the world the same. You won't see teaching, schools, um, uh, 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 retail stores, jobs. They will all look different. Will they be there? Yes, but they will look different. And sometimes that's exciting. I could see what's happening. They should have happened probably a while ago. Anyway, that is my take on it. And I just want to tell everybody and everybody in chat, I do see you, Crystal Bowles, um, to stay safe out there. I see you, TMC Spirit. So I, I, I want you to know that my heart is always wherever you are and that you uh, all are able to come back each time I have a show and I get to see that you're here and you're okay. Jerry, is tell us about the magazine before I pick up the next caller. Uh, it, it, the magazine came out today. Are you excited? Uh, uh, I suppose relieved uh, more than anything because um, <laughs> it, it's always quite a, a, a chore to get it together, but it wouldn't be the magazine for all the people out there, including yourself, who contribute articles um, to the magazine and it's and people who have also expressed an interest in writing for future editions uh, which I'm always surprised about to be honest um, you know it's but it, it, it's all I'll say is it's got some really interesting things in there that um, you should have a read of it's got some of the usual protagonists like Steve Hounsom uh, Tracy Baker, oh, you of course, you. Bonnie. Um, yes. It's also very much worth reading the articles by Jenny Kitching, who's a hypnotherapist. Um, our very own Joanne, Joanne O'Brien, who unfortunately oh. won't be with us on Friday because uh, she's unwell. So I'm hoping that she gets better oh. soon. Um, I have a, a, a lovely uh, connection with a lady in America called Patricia Evra. Um, she's written this, and that she's um, she always writes lovely articles on herbs and herbal things, and um, she's another lady worth reading. Of our own, of course, um, uh, astrology guru uh, Bob Appleby uh, oh, yeah. has his article in there. Um, so there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot to get, a lot to get your to get your eyeballs around. Um, it's on its Facebook page. It's a free download, or you can see it via my website. Well, please give them your website because I didn't even get into that. I just got straight into the the subject, so which I wasn't no which wasn't a subject, but I wanted to put Carl on first. I know he was busy. Um, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. You do this for a living. So many things you do, Jerry. I can't even like list them anymore. <laughs> Besides animal communication and animal psychic abilities, and uh, you know your teaching. Your Reiki, your your uh, psychic and medium abilities. I mean, it just goes on and on. So, what I want you to just tell everybody, and I have been doing this now, is you need to go to Jerry's website. You'll get to see what he does. Always see what he offers because it's a whole lot more than what I'm telling you. So, Jerry, tell them how to get your website up so they can get the magazine as well as see what you do. Um. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so, uh, the website is senseofknowing.co.uk. Um, I will just say that it's undergone a little bit of a facelift, so it's just had a little bit of a tidy up and um, 
a bit of a spruce up, I would say. Um, it's also, uh, as in everybody else uh, would know this, it has to be a secure site. So it's now been made a secure site. So you, when you're uh, booking anything like uh, reading or animal communication uh, via the website, it's all totally secure. So that is something I had to attend to. Um, so yeah, the magazine page is um, is in the website, but again, you can download the magazine. It's free to download from the website um, and uh, enjoy it. Um, but senseofknowing.co.uk is the best place. Well, I love it. We've got to get to these callers because I, I just want to thank everybody also for being here. I know I've said this before. I don't get a chance because I rush off, but it is without you all, we don't, you know, there, we could talk to each other forever, but we enjoy being part of your life. We enjoy helping. We enjoy looking in the insights that we're able to hopefully help you see. And I love all of this. And I adore that you're all here with me and with Jerry and that you uh, feel in these times that it is not stable right now that you want to listen to the show. So I want to thank everybody. Now we're going to go to 305, 305. Let us know who you are, where you are, what's doing, and then you have can ask a question. Hello? 305? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't hear anybody, so I'm going to go to 270. I, I, if you're having problems with blog talk, I get it. So are we. 270, Hello. you are on with a dynamic duo. Hi. Hello. I'm Joy from Kentucky. Hi. Oh, my goodness, Kentucky. Oh, what part of Kentucky? A really small town called Campbellville. Do you know where Louisville is? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I love it there. Okay, because they're having <laughs> trouble. I, I, yes, so do I. But they're having trouble with the hospitals there, getting their nurses, doctors, and people masks, mm-hmm. the right masks and gloves. So my heart goes out to Kentucky, and I so much want, if anybody – can get a hold of those hospitals, and the governor of Kentucky needs to help. So, okay, hi, what's happening there? Um, just kind of the same thing. The little virus has made its way to my small town, so it's starting to pick up more. Uh, personally, I just wanted to know if I could ask for a general reading. Well, that's going to be tough. Unless, Jerry, you want to do that, you, would you rather her ask you a question? Or what do you see for no. her? What's your name again? Joy. Joy. Do you see anything for Joy? Yeah, what's your date of birth, Joy? August 24th, 1980. Oh, Joy, Joy. <laughs> you just turned to be uh, a Virgo. Okay. In, in, in general, um, your path is about new beginnings this year. Now, I, obviously, we have to take into account that everybody is, is facing all these restrictions, etc. However, this doesn't alter, in a way, the timeline that you're on. So it's time for you to look at what doors need to be closed and what doors you need to open. There's a very expressive nature about you that I feel is either not being used or is underused. This is likely to come more to the forefront around your birth month of of August. Now, you have a lot of very strong female energy in your date of birth. 
So there's a strong connection with family, either a change in family dynamics or expansion of this year or during the rest of this year. You also need to find something that you can tap into that distracts you away from either other pressures or stresses that I feel that seem to build up within you. There's, as I said, there's a lot of creativity coming in here and I feel you need to try and push yourself into a new direction, possibly one that even takes you slightly out of your comfort zone. Um, so in general, it's about what is it you want to focus on because you can achieve it, even though we have this nastiness flying around us in the latter part of this year. So as I said, new beginnings, but you need to also have a clear out and get rid of anything that no longer works or anyone come to that. Okay. So that's a good, and you know what? You're a Virgo, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, I am. You're a Virgo. I want to scream. Okay, but everybody knows that. I love Virgos, but I'm going to scream, ah! Because Virgos and Scorpios are a lot alike. They're just from a different, one's one's a water element, one's an earth element. But you all have the same kind of qualities. You're very deep thinkers. You're archivistic. You really, really uh, are very, um, you want to give advice. When you give advice to people, you're actually thinking you're helping them, but it's really advice you want them to do. So it's kind of a back-end way to get what you feel they should do. But the really cool part about a Virgo, which is something I can feel from you, is you're more critical about yourself and what you do than Mm -hmm. others. You really, really are down on yourself when things happen. You're very critical, first of yourself, but then you're critical of others thinking it's going to help them. So for me, that's where you've got to really work at the Virgo going uh, to the top of of the Virgo, uh, you know, because we have lower energy and higher energy. It is really tough. That takes a Virgo. Those are two signs, Virgo and Scorpio. When you come in with that energy, it's tough. So, and I know a million Scorpios in my life, so I know. Kind of live on that higher side. Don't be so critical of yourself. When you're less critical of yourself and what you do and what you look at critically, you'll not look at others like that. So I hope that helped you today. It does. Thank you both very much. You're welcome. Have a great day and stay safe out there, okay? Thank you. All right, Jer, I am so jazzed about this show. I am so happy you are here, and I am wonderfully excited about what's to come in the next few months. Just think, I'll be home. Why couldn't I do a show, right? Eight one, and either are you. You're not going anywhere either. 805, <laughs> you are on <laughs> with the Dynamic Duo. Hi. Hello, Dynamic Duo. This is Donna from California. Hi. Um, Hi, hi Donna. Wait a minute. Donna, (laughs) Donna from California. Hi, babe. What's going on there? Yeah, I just got back from Florida, and I had seven cancellations. It took me a whole week to get back home. Oh, my. It was awful, but there were only like five people on the airplane. But then in San Francisco, the restaurants were open, and everybody was sitting at all the tables. I couldn't believe it. I think I'm going to say something to the governor. Yeah, but, you know, I thought, well, uh, the, the fine service shall do you. 
But let, or let me ask you a question, or he or, or she, the senator. Uh, you know, the thing is, I thought that they're really in trouble. And I, I thought that San Francisco was like a ghost town and nobody was coming out. It was only going to be drive through. Florida it yeah. is drive through only. At the, yeah, at the airport, I was surprised. Everybody's sitting together at the tables and huddled together like six at a table. I couldn't believe it. Well, yeah, I was I, in shock. That's, that, that is the main, the main, uh, the main conundrum. I can't figure out why they haven't figured out. It's not the airplanes that you're actually getting on. It is the airport because if you look yeah. at how many, um, and that's the problem. I watched them all huddle together to get through the gate, but yet there was only five people on your airplane. So see, right. the problem isn't the air flights. Uh, I talked to somebody. Those are probably the most safest. They wipe them down. The air is changed every three seconds. It's inside the airport, and they've got to yes. do something about it because people could fly. It would be much safer, but they got to control the inside of the airport. Mm-hmm. So, so what can we I'm do I'm just for bunkering you? at home. Jerry's right I'm there. just staying at home all by myself, you know, for two weeks before I go up to my sister's because I don't want to – I want to make sure that I'm okay. You know, I don't want to submit anybody else to it. Um, well, I wanted to know about my love life. Um, yeah, because I've been getting little messages here and there um, that he's coming into my life, and I wanted to know what you both were picking up, please. I'll tell you what, if if we were meant to fly, we'd be covered in feathers. Uh, that's all I'm saying. What's your, t- <laughs> what's your date of birth, Donna? Um. Uh, April twenty second, nineteen fifty four. Wow, four two two, January, February, March, April, four two two. You got a birthday coming up. I love those numbers. Right. Yeah. Your um, emotional path this year, Donna, very much focuses on even numbered months. So April, well, that's the number four. So that's an even numbered month. So is June. So is August. Um, So it's even-numbered months when you should expect to see the results. Now, April, well, obviously, with the way things are around us at the moment, we might probably have to put a line through April on the calendar and say it ain't going to happen. But I have a strong connection with you and with June and August. There is somebody there who I feel you are not going to be totally unfamiliar with, as in you might get that feeling of you've met them before somewhere or that you just think, I know you, I know you. But there is a very strong emotional bond to come in. Um, And this is a person (laughs) who, well, you're going to be the leader of the relationship in as much as if you said to this person, sit down, they sit down. If you said stand up, they stand up. If you said go, if you said go jump off a cliff, they'd go jump off a cliff. Not because hey, there's subserv- not because there's not because they're subservient. It's just because they trust you, and there's oh. this instant bond that that to me feels like it's it is it's one of trust, um, and I can see that forming, and you're right. It's on the edge of your reality, Ravi. So. You haven't got long to wait because this is your year of having a new foundation, something really positive and strong to build on. So June or August are your two key months. 
Wow. Wonderful. Wow. Oh, good. That, <laughs> I'm excited. You know what? I'm ready for something. You you know what? She's got the personality for it. I can feel it. I can feel her origin. You know she's going to run that, you know, and, and it'd have to be out of respect. But she's got a bubbly, funny, fun sense of uh, of aura around her. So I so am happy you just gave her that reading. That was lovely, of course. Can I, can I just add something to it, which is going to sound really strange? When you go to a building site or when they're building these skyscrapers or whatever, they have these um, cranes um, which um, lift things up to great heights. You know what, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, um, yes. I don't know why it's relevant, but either you meet this person near where there is uh, one of these cranes or a building going up, but it seems to be relevant for some reason. And I know it sounds off the wall, love you, but just hold on to it. You'll understand what it means when it happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Well, listen, I am going to put you on hold. We've got to move on, but i got to tell yeah, you, Jerry. Now, what you. is crazy? Is, you're welcome. And listen, stay safe out there, okay? Don't take you chances. Stay, stay safe. safe. Thanks. Okay. Jerry, I, I mean, come on. Crazy? What do we, everything sounds crazy that comes out of all of us. And I love that. What form of crazy are we today? Well, I love that. Okay. And I'm just about crazy as, you know, as a, as a, 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 a I don't know what the, as a goody bird or something, because I, uh, I just am. So no way you are on with a dynamic duo. Hi. Not terribly concerned. So I guess, you're kind of the second ice. Okay, she must have been on the phone. You missed your chance. 416, you are on with the dynamic duo. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are you hear me? with? Oh, can hear Tamika? Tamika from Delaware. Where are you? Delaware. Oh, honey, what's going on up there, babe? Oh, well, I personally don't think it's that bad. I mean, I've been out and about. I'm not really paranoid, although I do agree with y'all about it being a biochemical thing because I was just telling people that, and my kids were like, Mom, you're so silly. I'm like, whatever. I'm just trying to tell you. It just seems like every five to ten years, they come out with a new disease, the Ebola, the swine flu, anthrax. You know, it's always something. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, Delaware's, is they're starting to see a lot of cases. So what I'm, what I don't want you to be paranoid, but I want you to be smart because where people, you know, aren't watching what's going on, you don't want to catch it to give it to someone else. So just be safe out there. What can I do for you today? Oh, let's see. Um, <laughs> it's not that I don't know what question, but I got a lot of questions. It seems like, uh, I just wanted to know, what he felt that carried weight. So, you know, like, I'll just give an example. Like, I'm worried about if uh, I'm going to get to go to school because with all this stuff going on, it's kind of delayed a lot of things. And I was worried if I was going to go, if it was going to work out with that, or should I just wait, or, you know, money, <laughs> whatever he can hear. Uh, loved one's message that's passed away, I'm, I'm ready for whatever he's got. Jared, you need her birthday? Uh, no, oh, because it's May 26th. 
That's all right. I'm, I'm a Gemini. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. The image that I had initially was of the cartoon Road Runner going meep meep and dashing around <laughs> all over the place like it could. It, it, and this is you. Your head is like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh all over the place. You're just like Roadrunner. You don't seem to stop. Or if you do, it's just, it's sudden. It's Everything with you is sudden. And it's, then it's stop. And then it's whoosh, 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 bing, you're off again. Now look, the thing about the plans you have at the moment is they are still waiting to be completed. Now, obviously, as we know, there are um, events that have slowed timelines down for people it will not prevent you doing what you need to do or what you want to achieve it's just slowed it down in the meantime you've got to find something else that will just give you a bit of distraction therapy but certainly not listening to the radio when you're driving or doing anything while she's listening to the show (laughs) exactly right yes meet meet I, I, you know what, Jerry, I wanted to talk about this. Um, I just had to stop. I had to put her on hold because she's doing something else, typing or doing something and it, and it's coming through. So what I, what I do want to tell people is uh, I, you know, for whatever, you know, you can take this for whatever it's worth. And Jerry, you can, you know, I'd love you to chime in. Uh, I believe like my son is in the same position. He's looking to apply to school, nursing school and, he, he has to have some tests, and now he can't because they won't even let you come to school. But what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing and what I've been feeling, which is even more uh, of an indicator, is that things will open up much different and actually probably easier. Uh, they know that there's something that's going to prevent you from physical school. So a lot of this will be online. And online means there will be more graces given eventually when they figure it out. And money is going to be um, – it's going to be loosened up because you can't go to work to make any. So for me, Jerry, I feel that a lot of the people who want to go to school, and I'm taking the school aspect, it might actually be the time to go to school because they're going to be making some considerations that they haven't been when you know you could go physically to school this to me is all about shaking the world by its roots and saying look you as as, as um your uh, other half quite rightly said that mother earth is kicking her heels and trying to redress the balance however i also feel that with all the new protocols, different ways of looking at things, different standards, different operating ways of operating, um, as in how businesses operate, etc. This has got to be teaching us something, whether it's to simplify things or whether it's, hey, wake up and pay attention to how, as you said earlier, how you're treating the planet because the other interesting fact that's come out of all this, particularly here in the UK, is how much improved the air quality has been since people have been shutting themselves up. You know, it's yeah. like, well, pay attention. There is so much we can learn from this and on, what, on all sorts of different levels. Um, your son, for example, um, 
it may be that he can't physically go to a place to sit an exam, uh, but that doesn't that won't matter. They will find yeah, a way around won't. it. He will not be yeah. penalised, and, and this is something else. New standards will be set because new ways will be found. So, yeah, the world's just having a little bit of a rethink at the moment. Yeah, it's a reset. And that, you know, I, I in some, you know, like uh, Crystal Bowles on, you know, in, in chat said that she has to work from home. And thank goodness, because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't think she'll ever go back to work. Because, you know, I know she was having some issues with some people there. Well, think about that. Bullying at school now is going to be something of the past because right now schools from 1 to 12 or K to 12 are online. This was going to happen, not the virus, but, but, the, but, but changing over some of the, the – and we weren't doing it fast enough. And, 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 you know, they say now they can see the streams. I think it was at the River Nile or one of them that, that they had never been able to see at the bottom because there's no pollution being made to put in it. So, I and and with school, I know people are a little upset because it, everything hasn't been written yet, and and they're just working this out. I know New York came out, Jerry, saying that, which really bothers me because my daughter did, you know, four years, but they're letting the medical students out to become doctors at three years so that they can help with the crisis. So the same thing will happen in, in nursing school. Same thing will be happening. They'll open the floodgates where they didn't before. So this will give people opportunities that they might not have seen coming, and it might be just a little bit easier. It's crazy. It's a crazy world right now. Absolutely. And I will just say one thing, if I may. Um, as you said, Crystal Bowles is in chat. Uh, Crystal Bowles, uh, I hope you're listening, April 10th. Yeah, April. T- that's the day after <laughs> April 9th. Okay, and it's the day before April 11th, April 10th. Okay, good. Well, aren't you glad, Crystal? <laughs> he told us that because I couldn't figure it out. April 11th, before the 9th, after the 9th, and before the 10th, or something. He said. I mean, you know, I even was. Did you say April 10th, Jeff? I said I, I was just asking uh, Crystal Bowles to to make a note of April 10th. Not April right. the 9th, the day before, or April 11th, the day after, April 10th. She'll know what I mean. Right. She's probably sitting there swearing at me now. <laughs> well, if she isn't, I am. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I am going to go to the next uh, caller, and we have plenty of them, and I want to thank again everybody for being here, and especially you, Jerry. I know that, you know, with all that you have to do and your loved one there, and I want to shout out to your better half, uh, that that we all are taking time out and to be together, and I love that. Speaking of social distancing, we can social distance always. I mean, think about it. For me to be next to you, Jerry, or next to your better half, I'd have to travel 2,964,000 miles and one second. So think about it. We're pretty good at social distancing, aren't we? Yes, Bonnie. Sometimes it amazes me how your head works. It's wonderful. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 910, you are on with the dynamic duo. Hi. Or, or, or Hi. Batman and Roger. No, Batman and somebody. Okay, I started this again. Hi. Who are you? Hi. This is Jay in North Carolina. Hi, Jay in North Carolina. I haven't heard from you, if I remember correctly, in a while. What have you been up to? 
and what's going on in North Carolina? Um, well, pretty much the same. Social distancing. Things are, uh, looks like the reset button's getting ready to be hit. <laughs> and where are you in North Carolina? I think you were changing or you were thinking of moving You with the last time I heard from you. Or you were thinking about yeah. moving. I can't. And see, I'm pretty good. I don't remember my name, but I remember where you were. So I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm still in the same spot. I'm sorry. Bad numbers ever. I'm still in the same spot. <laughs> Nothing's moved. <laughs> and feeling pretty okay, stagnant. Okay, well, guess what? Well, good because stagnant is what you need to be right now. So you fit right into the rest of the world. I'm going to hand you over to Jerry. Jerry, are you on? Yeah, hi Jay. What um, is there something particularly you wanted to ask? Although before you say anything, I will ask you: What is it you have been pondering on, or really thinking about? Because I see a lot of reflection happening around you. Uh, yeah, I, I just had a my 48th birthday, and I just kind of been happy birthday. Thank you. Just been reflecting on life. Mainly. Sorry, Bonnie, I can't. No, I can't really hear Jay too much. Uh, Jay. I've just been basically reflecting. Can you hear me, Jerry? Can you hear me, Bonnie? Jerry, I can hear you. Jerry, he said I, that I, he was I, just reflecting on life. Ah, right. Okay. I'm sorry. It sounds to me that it's if Jay's talking through cotton wool. Uh, because I can't hear him. I feel like the same thing, which tells you something, Jer. <laughs> but, but but other than that, can we, uh, Jay, Jay, can you tell yeah. us your birthday? Not that Jerry needs it, but I just want to hear if maybe your quality gets better. Go ahead. Um, March 15th, 72. Okay, March 15th, 1972. Ides of March await you. Are you Caesar or Brutus? Yeah, neither. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jay. You're going to have to pick one. You were born on that day. You're going to have to pick one. Were you a leader and, and, and you were betrayed, or you were the betrayer uh, and wanted to be Caesar. the leader? Okay, E2, Brute. Okay, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead and ask Jerry what you need. Uh, well, I mean, Jerry was kind of, I don't know, I've been reflecting on life, trying to figure out what to do. Nothing's working out well. Yeah, I've just been um, looking around your energy path, and although, again, and I know I'm saying this to everybody, that this month's a bit of a a, a dead-end month, so to speak. Well, actually, for you, it could be quite an interesting period once the full moon cycle has been through on the 8th of April. Full moons, as we know, help to bring closures um, and ends to disruptions, hopefully. Um, Particularly with you, it will be an end to what I'm seeing as mental disruption. Um, I feel that you need to be focusing more intently on personal change. Now, the personal change month for you is is definitely the month of May. 
May is the month of the bear for you, which is about emerging, coming out of the cave, in quotes, that you might have been hiding in, getting your mojo back, and deciding what is your priority. Now, I can't tell you what your priority is, only you would know that. But I feel there needs to be a shift in a personal dynamic that surrounds you. And I also, because you you have, um, let me have a look here, butterfly possibly with you, um, and definitely the wolf, um, you either need to exercise your brain cells and start to study something or learn something new, or possibly even pass your knowledge or wisdom on uh, to others. So you've you've got quite a bit of cerebral energy happening around you between now and the end of May. But the blue heron, which is the uh, bird of reflection, which is what I picked up on um, before um, we took your call, is also saying to you that you can arise like the phoenix from the ashes. But if you've lost a sense of direction, it won't take long before you get it back. So that's what I'm picking up at the moment, unless you have anything more specific that you'd like to ask. Uh, no, that's great. I mean, I definitely have zero direction at this point. My career is null and void. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Good. Can I ask a I'm question? Glad. Yeah, Jerry's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's my awesome. He's my go-to. Like I've had a few, but Jerry's the one I go to. Like I can't even tell you. So he's my go-to guy. So when I have my go-to guy on, which he's on every week, I go to him. So the thing is that I have to tell you whatever that meant. I pulled three cards out of the deck, and I, this is my serious deck. Usually. I love playing around with all my Oracle cards. It makes me happy. But for some reason, they told me to pull the Rider weight. To me, that's the heavy deck. So okay. can I ask a question? If I remember, and before I go into the cards, and I want Jerry to hear this, you're metaphysical, correct? Somewhat, sure, yeah. Okay, so you, no, 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 you're metaphysical, correct? I don't know why they're telling me to ask you it like that. I need an answer. Yeah. Are you metaphysical, yeah. correct? Okay, yeah. I need you to get a hold of Jerry. Okay, he's going to laugh when he hears this. You, you, we all take courses, okay? Um, the, the, the most... Um, Learned ones, the ones that have six, you know, we're, we're at a six level and everybody else is at one. The six level still needs courses, okay? They have to go back to basics in order to sharpen their tools, okay? I'm reading you right from my guides that you need to go back to sharpen your tools. And we all, I mean, Jerry is, and I, you know, just because I have Mon here, even if I didn't have Mon, that's who I would refer you to. Um, he teaches. So he's got the top of the top, and he has new ones. You're not a top of top, but you're not a new one either. So you've got to go back. They're telling me, they're showing me the middle of the road here with you. You have a lot of gifts, and you are not using them. And that's because you're not how, you have them, but you don't know how to use them. You don't know how to use them right is what I'm hearing. So 
if you would get a hold of Jerry, go to his website, he teaches and he puts people in groups. And if you stick with this group and I see it, um, you'll come out a master is what they're telling me. And you won't have to be flubbing around all the time. You're going to be who you want to be with just a little sharpening. And I don't mean it's going to take it one or two times because, you know, I have a friend, we call him uh, the astrology guru, and Jerry will tell you, he's been doing astrology for 40 years, 50 maybe. Yeah, about 50. And he started taking Jerry because he wanted to do other things. If you got one talent, you know you're going to have others. This man has done so much. I can't even, it, it's been a year or two. I've never seen anybody grow metaphysically like him. He sharpens tools you can't even imagine. And so this is what I'm seeing for you. You need a direction. The only way you can get a direction is by going back to school. And it's called metaphysical school. So the good news is it's donation only, whatever you can give. I shouldn't say that, but I, I but they're telling me to tell you that for some reason. And if you go to his website, he'll you'll see in Baby Jerry, I'll give you some more information. The three cards I pulled for you, <laughs> the first card is the nine of swords sitting up at night holding your head just worried to death or life just worried but what's funny is if you looked at his blanket his blanket has all kinds of metaphysical on it so what it's saying to me is you're worried but it's in your mind because it's swords it's in your mind and you you're cerebral you can make this go away you can get the answer you can move forward the next card is the lover's reverse i don't read reversals but this is telling me that the issues that you have might have to do with some home or or or, um, love issues that you have okay but then i got the king of pentacles king of pentacles is one of the best kings in the deck it's all about earthly delights and belongings, money, running your kingdom with respect, having so much that um, abundance that you can offer it to everyone. So when I see these three cards come together, I look and say, you're worried, you're up at night worrying. How are you going to make um, ends meet? You've got some issues in your home life or in your love life that you need to deal with. But when you do deal with them and you, and you change your worry into I'm going to do something, like maybe the courses, the King of Pentacles is waiting for you. And I know you know the King of Pentacles. Beautiful reading for you. Yes, thank you and I don't much. really love the reading. I mean, I usually don't pull these cards out. So, Jerry, what do you think? Thanks. Or what do you feel? <laughs> Um, what, what I feel is that um, the Jane needs to just have a, 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 a ponder. Uh, if it's meant to, uh, to happen, it'll happen. If it doesn't, if it's not meant to happen, obviously no, it won't. I know that sounds a silly thing to say, but it, it's that simple. So Jay, look, the thing is, you know, if you feel that um, it's an avenue you want to explore more, then as Bonnie said, yeah, you'd need to. Uh, drop me an email through my website. There is a form on the contact page. Um, but just, I, I want you to sleep on it. Um, particularly this at the moment, my guide is saying, let it be. In other words, you've heard the wonderful reading that Bonnie's given you. you you've, your spirit has taken on board what it needs. It will give you 
that this is the next step moment when it's meant to happen. So just hold on to the fact that if you need to reach out, then you can. Simple. Right. Don't use it as a crutch. You. you know, I always tell people, I always tell people this because I really like you. I really love the energy I feel, even though it's very guarded. <laughs> but I love guarded because I've got relatives that have that guarded energy. But and I love to break through it. But yours is real guarded, and I could break through it. But I'm, that's the why the re- I gave you the reading. But the thing is, Jay, that um, what it doesn't. You know, when I'm saying that you could really start reading books, you could really get into it. I do feel that you need some instruction. But the the major information is you need to get started and you can't do it on your own. I really see that. So do what Jerry said. Ponder on it. You got to do something and you'll reach out. But don't reach out because you think it's a crutch. And this is what they're showing me. You reach out because you think it's a tool. So don't reach out and say, oh, Jerry, we're taking courses with Jerry's going to solve all my issues. That would be a crutch. But, hey, I need to get started. I've got to sharpen this. This is what I want to do amongst other things because I know you have other talents, uh, earthly talents, but this will help you. Use it as a tool to bring all the stuff through. And when you do that and you ponder, whatever you come up with, let your guides, you know, let you know. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful. Glad to hear glad to hear from you, Jay. Again, I love your energy. I like your spirit. Start, you know, I just glue it back together, buddy. Glue it. And get out there. Right. Okay? Right. Thank you. Have buddy. a good day. Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. Stay safe. Stay safe, you too. I love Jay. I haven't heard him from years, Jerry. It's been years. And and you know, I can't remember my name. So I, I, as soon as he, he calls, the energy comes right into me. So I, I'm so happy. I just so see this. And I hope that he, uh, that he takes advantage of, you know, of his reading. So, and, and I hope we hear from him soon again. And I hope he stays safe. I do not have any time to take any more people. We have three minutes left. Um, unless you want to take a very quick question. So I'm going to ask in chat. Because I can't, if, if the first person to write a question in chat, please ask Jerry a question or me, and we will get to him. But we will get to you. So um, I, hi, Cher out there, and I know Cobalt Blue has a question. Here we go. Does he see me in a love relationship this summer? And that is, um, I, it's uh, Cobalt Blue, which is the artist, Eileen Sykes. Um, the answer is um, the timing may be slightly not as in summer, as I wanted to say either late summer or early autumn. Um, have you got someone in mind or is there someone who I feel is has either has been a connection around you um, or is somebody who perhaps you've got a little bit of focus towards? Because... Again, I don't feel this is somebody who is completely new. Um, but I wanted to say late summer, early autumn, um, rather than during the summer months. She's saying she doesn't have anybody that she knows around her. But Eileen, that doesn't mean somebody won't come. <laughs> so, you know, that, do you see anybody new coming in, Jer? Or just somebody from the past, maybe, that she never thought about? Right. 
I have two things happening here um, because I have got old endings still need to be tied up in one shape or form or another uh, and then a new energy comes through but it's somebody who's very much on the same creative artistic wavelength. Well, I love that for Eileen. And yes, it'll be this year, Eileen. That's what he was reading. Um, for everybody, I'd love you to go to Eileen's website. The reason is I love her photographs, her pictures, not photographs, but her pictures. She is an unbelievable painter. She does rugs, pillows, clothes. Uh, she does art shows. And I'm going to hopefully say it's EileenSites.com. So E-I-L-E-E-N-S. E I T Z dot com. Go check her out. I Deb, if you're listening, pull it up. I've never seen you. She paints like Lily Pulitzer clothes. So with all the colors and she does anything. She's, she is an amazing artist and I only wish I could have more of her art in my home. So, um, Oh, and she's doing puzzles. So uh, she is doing puzzle jigsaw puzzles. Of color. So please all go to her website. I don't really like, you know, giving everybody's website to do this and do that. But if there is someone special, because I feel that their artwork or their talent or whatever is super cool, there's no obligation, but just go check it out. Because then you'll know when I, when I bring them back here, you'll know who I'm talking about. Jerry, I've got about 27 seconds left. So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from my heart, my family to yours. Stay safe, and I will see you here next Wednesday. Um, take care and God bless um, everybody who's been listening and to you, Bonnie, and obviously all the family. Please, everybody, keep safe, keep well, and uh, remember all the things that you should be doing. Treat yourself and others around you as you would have them treat you. Um, take care, God bless and see you all very soon. Bye, Bonnie. Bye-bye.